And we begin tonight with a continuing tragedy in Hawaii. The death toll from wildfires there has risen to 55, but hundreds more are still missing on the island of Maui. It is feared that the number of dead could rise significantly. Governor Josh Green has called the fires catastrophic and the largest in the state's history. And President Biden proclaimed the fires a major disaster, freeing up federal funding for rescue and recovery efforts. Meanwhile, firefighters continue to battle the flames, and the BBC has been speaking to survivors, sharing dramatic stories of escape and destruction. You can, of course, follow our live page for some of those stories, these images as well, latest developments. We are expecting a press conference in this hour from authorities. We'll bring that to you as soon as it starts. Joining me now is Mochtaba Sadeg, Associate Professor of Civil Engineering at Boise State University, and Ivis Garcia, Associate Professor of Landscape Architecture and Urban Planning at Texas A&M University. Great to have you both on the program. And Ivis, I want to start with you because you look at disaster recovery and, and relief. And President Biden, as we said, made this major disaster declaration. You have FEMA on the ground as well. But Maui is a remote island. How does that complicate efforts to help? Uh, thank you so much for having me. I uh, have been uh, watching um, just a devastation and can definitely relate. Um, being uh, originally from Puerto Rico and the devastation that we have after Hurricane Maria. Um, an island uh, complicates um, things quite a bit. Uh, first of all, the transportation, if it were in the mainland, um, it might be by uh, trucks and trains. Um, and uh, here, um, it has to be by boats, um, helicopters, and um, airplanes. And that uh, adds to the difficulty. Um, also, to be able to deploy um, a staff is going to be a lot more um, costly and take uh, more, more time. Um, so in terms of just transportation, that's going to be um, the, the first thing that is just going to delay the aid. You're going to see uh, limited aid on the ground in, in Maui for the time being. Uh, yes, that's what we can um, expect. And that might be just for um, some days um, and weeks, but just think about the recovery process. Um, so we are adding all the materials that have to be shipped in order to be able to fix um, the homes and uh, the shortage of uh, labor um, to be able to get people that can work um, on the ground um, at, at prices that also the uh, federal government uh, will uh, cover if their uh, people are receiving aid or it will be a lot more costly if people are using the uh, private market because there's going to be a lot of of shortage hmm. uh, of fields um, as well. Mochtaba, I want to bring you in now because you and your team have been looking at wildfires across the country. What left Hawaii, Maui here specifically, so exposed? Influence of factors that created this disaster, right? So we have, uh, we have the high winds. Always high winds are, are really disastrous when it comes to fires. But uh, in this specific case, uh, we also have a lot of vegetation. This is grass fire, so we had a lot of grass on the ground, and uh, grass fires uh, spread really quickly. And as they, as as the fire is transported into the city, and 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 uh, buildings start to burn, then it becomes really difficult to uh, to control those fires. It, it you know, the, the buildings are built of uh, uh, burnable materials here in the U.S., and and it becomes it just blows off. 
I found really interesting in your research that the number of people directly exposed to wildfires more than doubled from 2000 to 2019, and that will mean that people are increasingly exposed in areas that just aren't used to wildfires, according to your research, of course. How will they have to adapt? Well, there are there are good programs out there. One of them is being Firewise, which is basically training people what to do with their houses, uh, you know, how to remove vegetation around the house, how to harden their homes. All those are things that are available at the individual level. At the community level, you know, reducing vegetation at the community level and make sure that there is not enough burnable material, being uh, grasses that are growing around around communities, being the, the forest that is there, it's it's just necessary to be done. But also, you know, talking about this this becoming a disaster, there, uh, you know, there the, are the needs for uh, resources being that in this specific case, cell phone coverage was cut. Mm -hmm. You know, thinking about the infrastructure that's needed to give information and to to help. Okay. Sort of okay. care are necessary. That's a really interesting point. Sorry to cut you off. We just had lost your your sound there for just a moment, but we can hear you well again. Ivis, coming to you, given the limitations that you mentioned that. Uh, are presented in a situation like Maui, what do you think relief and recovery efforts are going to look like now? Um, so again, it's going to be a slow at the beginning. And uh, usually what happens is that the community has um, to mobilize. So we are talking about neighbors, um, associations, and nonprofit organizations that are on the ground. Um, so they are very likely um, to be engaged and people to receive aid through these organizations. So it's like, very important that people support um, these organizations outside um, of government mm. um, because government uh, might take a little bit um, more time to deploy and uh, make decisions. Um, so that's like something that I really encourage um, people to uh, be thinking about supporting nonprofit organizations um, on the ground. Yeah, they certainly are doing a lot of work. I was on the ground right now in Maui, as we know. Uh, Moshaba, coming back to you, just listening to what you were saying about your research and the increase of wildfires, does this mean that every state essentially is going to have to start to make plans to adapt to the possibility of wildfires? That is absolutely true. We should not wait for the, for the disaster. Hmm. This mouth. Island, but what, what, what? Okay. It, it, unfortunately, Mushtaba, it looks like we're still having some trouble with your line there. So we've been able to hear a bit of your answer, but not all of it. So we'll leave it there. But I want to thank you both very much for sharing your perspectives with us tonight, Mushtaba and Ives. Uh, great to have you on the program.